Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Raptors Over Everything, a podcast by Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. Today is April 15th. It's the afternoon. I'm still fixated on game one. I've watched the tape too many times. I'm honestly driving myself a little bit insane, so uh, I brought my buddy Josh into the studio to calm me down a little bit. Well, happy to be here. First, congratulations on uh, joining Yahoo Sports Canada. It's the first time I've been on your show since you moved. Yes, Exactly. It's you know long way since the Dominion at uh, Eglinton and Martin Grove. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Rest in peace, Dominion. Actually, <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, Dominion. I guess now it's just Metro. My little brother's now is just like, oh yeah, you mean Metro? I'm like, nah, relax. I, I've been going to get wedges from there <laughs> ten years ago. All the right? wedges <laughs> and the pizza. Oh man. Yeah, and then they got the Tim Hortons there. That that, that they, yeah, they really and the uh, LCBO leveled up. Yeah, the LCBO. This is deep Etobicoke content. Very deep. Very deep. <laughs> We're talking Lloyd Manor Road. Um. Anyway, Josh, how did you... Okay, so normally we would watch playoff games together. Yeah. We've seen some doozies over the years. Some awful, awful games. Uh, the first year was Bucks-Raptors out in the rain and the cold. Didn't we see... Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. You're, that's right. We did see that game. That, we saw that game. It was terrible. Kyle Lowry got outplayed by Matthew Dellavedova. DeMar DeRozan was awful. Oh, my God. JV, remember JV came out with... scored the first eight baskets or something. Or eight points, and then garbage the rest of the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Salute to showing up on Saturday. We appreciate you, JV, but come on, man. <laughs> Last year in the basement. No, no, at, no, uh, no, no. Hold on. There was also another game we saw 2017. Was there? Uh, game four. We bought very expensive tickets. That's right. <laughs> to go see. We sat in the lower bowl. We went yeah. to see. Uh, our buddy Chris was there. Yeah. And, um we went to see Game Four against the Cavaliers. That was such a terrible game. It was bad. We, we, when we were walking over from like I, I think like St. Andrew to whatever mm. to get to the, to the game, and uh, I remember just us talking about how many points LeBron can get, and I was like, you know, if LeBron wanted to, he could probably get eighty-one. Yeah, and he he didn't need to, but if he wanted to, to, he could have. Though looking back, that was probably Demar Derozan's greatest playoff performance because the Raptors were down like. 12 in the fourth quarter and in any you know we're talking about in every other instance they roll over and they give up DeMar DeRozan went out and I think they tied the game or were within two it was it was was the classic fake Raptors comeback yeah but that one felt you know it felt like they almost did like they Uh really almost did it I remember uh, I think I I don't think I booed Patrick Patterson (laughs) but like just to you and Chris I was you know I was booing Patrick Patterson not not out loud to Pat just among us, because I think he also went scoreless, which we'll talk about. Speaking uh, of Patrick Patterson, yeah. thank you for the segment at the end of yeah, the yeah. recap podcast. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I told you, like, DeMar was, DeMar's going to be too rude. We couldn't name it after DeMar. DeMar yeah, had some plan. I moments. agree that, you know, some fans would be upset to learn that we wanted to name a segment for a Raptors contributor who sucks in a playoff game to, mm. be, to name it after DeMar DeRozan. We had many, we had many choices, though. We did have many. Yeah. Gravis Vasquez. Remember when we really <sighs> thought Gravis Vasquez was going to show up in that Wizard series? He did. did kind he? of. <laughs> he did, kind of. I mean, okay, well, he, how, how, Gravis was like maybe the f- second best guard we had in that Wizard series. Because Lou was terrible. Yeah, Lou was And really DeMar bad. was not good, but at least he was like, like Demar bad, like he'll still give yeah, you like yeah. an was, inefficient eighteen points. That was points. the series that really broke Demar. The net series the year before, he did his best. Yeah, that was mostly Kyle. Kyle's the reason that game went that that, that thing went to seven. Agreed, but yeah. I think in the Wizard series, Demar was it was it's when it really became dire. I mean, they once they figured out that uh, they should put Otto Porter on him instead of 
I mean, Otto Porter, Bradley Beal didn't really matter. Just anybody other than Paul Pierce, it was it was over for the Raptors. But look, we're here to talk about uh, Game One, which you know what? Honestly, I, I went back looking at the film and stuff. I'm like, eh, it's a little bit fluky than the Magic one. Like they shot like 50 percent from three or something. It, it, it was silly. Like the first thought, the Magic out of all 16 playoff teams, they shot the greatest three point percentage of the weekend, eh? Of the entire weekend, which you know it's one game, whatever things happen. But then even if you look down the stretch, there's like. An MCW three, yeah. West at one do hit a three. Mace Windu. Uh, Mace. <laughs> Shout out to what is it? Star Wars Episode Ten. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, they're terrible. Although I think Disney's gonna milk the, another like twenty out of this series. Wait, now. Disney doesn't own this podcast. I don't. I can't keep track of I, I sports don't so. media. Not not this one, but uh, <laughs> right. if so, uh, redacted. But um, yeah, I mean, there was Jonathan Isaac made a key three, which yeah. I was watching. So I got to the game mad early on advice. Aaron of, Gordon made it. Aaron Gore made a contested three. A contested three. So, like, you know, but the thing was, the one that really hurt me the most was the Isaac three because I was watching super early. Like, I got to the arena, like, three hours before tip uh, on advice of Alex. He was like, yo, it's a playoff game. You got to go really early. So, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex (laughs) Alex then showed up, like, an hour after that. Then he was like, why did you show up so early? (laughs) You know, classic. Was he at Rolson? No, he got a haircut. I I told him he looks like a 10-cent reporter now. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, anyway, um, Tencent is basically Chinese ESPN. Um, Jonathan Isaac. The yeah, so I was shooter. watching Isaac shoot around, right? He's one of the first guys that came out. Um, and I was looking, and I'm like, this guy can't shoot? Because, like, I'm looking at the way his legs are bent. Like, his knees are touching as he's shooting. So he's forming, like, this triangle on the floor. And I'm thinking, like, man, I, I can't believe we're going to be that afraid about Jonathan Isaac shooting threes. And I honestly, he shot, like, three of 20. Just, like, shooting around. Like, you know, like, those drills where you're, like, trying to make five from each spot? Where, like, professional athletes just mm-hmm. hit everything because they're professionals. Yeah, it looked like one of those, like, uh, mascots tries to throw, you know, uh, <laughs> over-the-head half-court shot kind of things. It was like that. And I was like, yo, this is this is definitely going to be one of those guys that like, kills the Raptors in crunch time. And, yeah, he hit a clutch three. And it's like, you know, I, it's just – it sucks that it happened. But, you know, it was a little bit fluky. Yeah, and some of Raptors contributors played worse than you'd – really expect them to i thought danny green had a a game about as bad as i think we'll see from him for the rest of the playoffs serge Ibaka mm-hmm. was 2016 bad and i don't think that i think he has turned the corner in the playoffs you know it it sucked like i would you know was sitting in my living room angrily tweeting and how did you consume the game by the way i was with my girlfriend we were sitting in our living room and I, like, rushed back to watch it because we ended up getting really busy. And it's like, oh, no problem. Like, we're going to get there. It'll be great. Like, I had a bit of a buzz. Like, we went out for brunch with some with another couple. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be great. I'm going to have a great time. Watch the Raptors. That sounds blessed. Yeah. Not not blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out that way. Um, Danny Green started really poorly. Um, Kyle was weird, but you assume that maybe, you know, he'll settle out. Ka- uh, Ka- Kawhi looked awesome to start yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. He went... He missed, he hit his first three shots. Felt great. I was like, you know, yeah, playoff Kawhi. Oh, even Marcus open another was very Ace well. Hill. You know, just okay, okay. take it easy, take it easy. But uh, didn't work out that way. You watched at the stadium. When did it? When did it turn? When did Raptors like? Was it that second quarter? Um, was it like a twelve-two or twenty-four-nine with a twelve-two segment um, run by the Magic that really? Because I could, you know, watching. You know, I'm trying to think about it now. Like, I think emotionally, I was first off, I was very calm throughout. Like, even when they got down, I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous, guys. Like, can you just like, because there's plays, like, there's one play where someone got to the room for a layup, and then there's four Raptors standing around, and I think like either Vucevic or Gordon like swoops in and gets the rebound, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is ridiculous. So, but then like they made that little like eight nothing comeback super quickly yeah. to end the second quarter. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. At halftime, I was like, it's annoying, but it's fine. And then, like, when they came out in the third quarter and they took back the lead, I'm yeah. like, this is normal. Easy, and they're yeah. just going to, like, kind of hold this. But then it was just like the matches just kept hitting these threes. And, like, the Raptors, like, they weren't playing great offense, especially with that second unit. But For sure. it was like, all right, so, like, Kawhi's going to come back in eventually. And then I was like, why isn't Kawhi in the game? You know, it's like, all right, cool. So he finally comes in the game. And then what he does, he hits a couple ba- baskets. Yeah, and you're like, wow, the Raptors are going to take this. You know, it was a little close for comfort, but, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden the Raptors just make a bunch of these errors. And it's one of those things where you like like after DJ obviously hit the three, like the entire press row just kind of looked at each other and collectively said, It really happened again. God damn it. 
Yeah. I mean, like, it was crazy. You know, Alex was there looking like a 10 cent reporter. He was, he, he, he was out of his mind. And just before that, I was like, you know, basically laughing like a madman. Just after yeah. Kawhi hit that baseline jumper, I'm like, oh, look at this. Why Your were we things worried? were just looking blessed. Yeah, yeah, I had to rewrite the whole thing. Damn, of course. Um, but, I mean, look, listen. I think I'm feeling a little bit better heading into game two. I think, obviously, we could talk about Kyle and scoring zero points. Um, but to be honest, like, you know, if we're going to acknowledge it, like, objectively, like, putting aside all the emotions, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they should be okay in game two. But uh, Kyle. Kyle Lowry. It feels like the zero points is a little bit long time coming in the sense that his game is just kind of regressed. Isn't this, like, the second zero-point outing in the playoffs in this Raptors run? Or there was some statistic. Or, no, it's his first one because he scored zero when he was on the like Grizzlies and the Rockets. Okay. The first time he scored nothing in a playoff game. I don't know if I saw this coming. I knew that he was not the key piece in the offense that he has been in previous runs. But it seemed like he was always a productive player or still a productive player that he wouldn't you know be able to do this that and the other thing but he would be the kind of guy who you know picks off dj augustine midcourt and runs back an easy layup and that's because yep. yep. that's how kyle lowry when he was a 20 point scorer he would get points even if he didn't have his shot his stroke that night yeah that stuff was gone it was actually the other way around evan fournier stripped danny green like two times it was insane yeah man that that one in like the last minute it like really like 90 seconds left and i'm like what are you guys doing yeah so, Kyle Lowry, I'm I'm surprised. I don't think it'll happen again. I don't. Th- I one, it won't. It can't happen on Tuesday. If if it does, oh, if it does, him listen. and Ben Simmons need to go into um, protective custody. <laughs> They're gonna hang out with uh, Takashi. Takashi six nine. They're gonna yeah. all be hiding out somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't even know how they're gonna hide him. Kyle? No, Takashi. That oh, seems of, that seems unrealistic. This is a great segue. He's, he's got uh, like into, eighteen tattoos on his face, and he's got rainbow he has color a hair. rainbow hair and a six nine, and uh, and his teeth are like he augmented too. Jigsaw from Saw tattoo on his face. Yeah, no, he's just got to go like full like uh, the, the the baby boy on on uh, on uh, us, <laughs> like just like wear a mask all the time and be like and just play around with a you with know, a lighter, yeah, lighter, yeah. Um, but Kyle, Kyle be fine. I think you can't. Do you are do you feel worried that it's he's going to be barely a productive player for the rest of the playoffs? Or do you think he'll bounce back average seven for the rest of the series and keep it moving? I think, look, um, first of all, I think Kyle was still productive in game one, right? Like, it's kind of going too far to say, like, just because he has zero points, he's unproductive. I mean, Um, the point of the game is to... Well, I mean, he does does do other things, you know? Like, um, I think the narrative is swung a little bit too far in terms of protecting him. It's like, look, his plus minus and things like this. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you know, he still did other Kyle things, which is like fight hard for rebounds and like make a couple of plays for others. Uh, there was honestly like the Raptors shot a little bit better. I think Kyle easily gets the 10 assists, for example, um, and made a couple of defensive plays. But I mean, for the most part, like, I mean, the threes, like, uh, that's the thing, right? If we look at it like two years ago, three years ago, even he was a 20 point per game score, right? And then if you look to the way it is now, he's about a 14-point-per-game score. But then even if you just go to, like, a tough playoff series, like, I don't really feel entirely confident Kyle's going to score more than 10, which I know sounds really negative. But if you really look at it, right, when he was a 20-point score, he got, like, first off, he had the drives to the rim, which now he never does. Can't do it. He can't drive to the rim. Can't do it's it. Nick Vucevic down there. He's saying, no, <laughs> I can't go on Nick Vucevic, all right? Um, you know, so, okay, so you're taking away the drives to the rim. That used to be, like, five points a game. Yeah. You're taking away the little, like, remember he used to jump and then, like, throw his arms up into the defender, and they used to call continuation for For those and get the foul calls, right? The Lou Williams call. They've obviously, like, legislated that out of the game for everyone except Harden nowadays, but... He's not getting the transition. It's not him who gets to pull those transition threes. It's now Danny or even Fred, I think. Fred will have the green light to pull up from three on transition way more than Kyle does now. Exactly. He's fully, like, looking to pass, right? So, like, you take away, like two transition points a game, you take away, like, two free throws, you take away the five points off drives, and you're already down to 12. Yeah. And then it's really just, like, three-point variance. And, like, this is this is the stat that's been kind of bothering me because I'm, like, I, in the back of my mind, I'm, like, I know Kyle can shoot. I'm happy when Kyle takes a three. But also, I'm not entirely confident. So I looked up the numbers between um, – February and March, right? This is when they, you know, this whole story came out about how, you know, the Raptors analytic team, like, looked at the arc. They tracked. They did that, like, you know, sport view stuff and looked at the arc and was like, your arc's a little flat. Like, you should shoot a little higher. And they made some mechanical adjustments. He shot well. So, between February and March, he shot 42%. Great. Between 
November and January, he shot 29%. And then, after Mitchell Robinson rolled over his ankle, uh, so that includes eight games of the regular season and also game one of the playoffs, he shot 26% from three. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, Kyle, he has he runs hot and cold, really, really hot and cold as a three-point shooter. And when he's, yeah. when he's cold from three, too, that's when you really see the dip to, like, I'm not confident Kyle can get to even 10 points in a tough playoff game. Does he need to to win the series, though? Does he need to for this team to make the finals? If he's the fourth option on offense, if we're going to rely on Mm -hmm. Kawhi and Mark and Pascal being a freelancer on offense, does it matter how well Kyle is, especially if he's able to move the ball? I I don't think it matters. That's kind of what I want to see. I want to see that October, November, when Kyle is leading the league in assists, making even uh, Russell Westbrook blush for a little bit there. That's the kind of offense i'd like to see kyle facilitate i think it helps guy guys like danny helps norm could help, probably ibaka. help ibaka for sure oh, man. yeah we could talk about ibaka too because i think he was also among the most disappointing in yeah, game one yeah. but yeah i mean i look i think kyle his playmaking is going to be there but i think eventually this is the thing that happens in playoffs right like teams are going to scheme if you, if you do something really well like if kyle finds ibaka for like five mid-range jumpers mm-hmm. in game two they're going to take away the mid-range jumper and then all of a sudden it's up to kyle to score again and so, like, you kind of need all your players to be adaptive. And I think, and especially in the case of Kyle, like, you know, let's say the Raptors get past the Magic. Well, I mean, the Raptors will get past the Magic. But, like, well, after the Raptors get past the Magic, you know, against the Sixers, I think. I mean, you mean the Nets. Honestly, I think, <laughs> you know, I know you're, I know you're kind of joking. You're kind of trolling, but it's not unrealistic. I'll, I'll see how much Joel Embiid's knee is. Yeah, it's, that I feel, looks bad. Yeah, it does look bad. He looked terrible. Amir there. Johnson. Come, I know, I know uh, that there's something I, I love Amir, sincere man. going on, but come on, man. No, come on. No Amir slander in Toronto. Please. No Amir slander. He handed but... out free copies of Nothing It Was the Same. That was a great album. I agree. No, Amir Johnson. Like I feel like if, if you know, I believe his daughter's unwell. It feels very bad, but like, don't let yourself. Don't let that look happen because yeah. I want you in the league. I think you are a – I would love to see Amir Johnson in a Raptors jersey at some point to end his career as a big off the bench whose knees don't work. So stick around. And that doesn't happen if you get you know in trouble for having your phone out. Uh, yeah, that was that was real unfortunate. But I yeah, mean, so you're how, saying how when, does that not happen, by the way, but like before, like to other NBA players? It happens a Cause, lot Because Amir is like a real like – you know, like professional guy. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's why it's weird that it happened to Amir because, like, he's been super hardworking. There's no other way he's still in the league if he's not hardworking a great vet. Yeah, yeah. But you would just think like Nick Young had his phone out at some point. You know? Yeah, I don't know why that it doesn't. Maybe they did just sort of catch it on camera, sort of yeah. for a split second. Yeah. You think when the like, guys are in like their street clothes, they don't have their phone in their pocket? They must. Yeah, of course. LeBron's had his phone. Like LeBron's probably been playing. LeBron's got like eight phones. Let's do that. LeBron's playing Farmville on the bench next to Luke Walton, putting his resume on LinkedIn. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Indeed.com. Are they a sponsor? Not yet. I have no idea. It's a big big business. I'm afraid to talk about anything. I'm like, (laughs) I can't. I don't even know if we could talk about ASO. Um, (laughs) What, are we sponsored by Bud Light? Probably. I, I honestly have no idea. We only bank with Tangerine. Is that true? I don't. It's a lot of free plugs on this. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Ibaka. Ibaka. Yeah. Um, you know, in my household, this weekend we called him Duolingo Patrick Patterson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know you had the interview last <laughs> right. week, so can't you can't anything. you can't agree with me. Yeah. But it was bad. He did not look good. I know. <sighs> I don't know. I know that the magic scheme to. Keep those pocket passes. Kyle mm-hmm. likes to feed uh, Serge with out of their game plan, and they did a good job. Yeah, but Serge smart. has to do something else. Serge has to, you know, shoot more from deep. I think when yeah. he's in those um, strong side pick and rolls with Kyle, he needs to shoot because they're that's the op, that's what they're leaving for him. Right, he needs to do something. There was, you know, there was again. I was looking over the film, and I, I, I can remember like every single possession from this game now. Yeah, but like, and it's not great. It's not a game that I want to remember every possession. But like, there's two possessions where Serge catches the ball, the three point arc, and I'm like, oh great, he's gonna go for the shot. It's like completely in the rhythm or whatever, and then he puts it on the floor against guys like Aaron Gordon and I forgot who the second guy was. Like one of the Magic's random bench guys, and I'm just thinking like, you don't need to do that, Serge. No, there's just no, there's no point in doing that. And I think like. You know, what the Magic did really well in game one was taking the shots that were the Raptors were giving them. Yeah. Right? Like, MCW wasn't like, oh, it's, I'm open for three. I'm going to drive. 
It's like, no, I'm going to take that shot. I know I'm trash at shooting, but maybe I'll go in, right? And eventually enough went in, and it was kind of like it, it, that, that tipped the scale. Whereas the Raptors, they had a lot of these open looks. And, like, Ibaka's not a great three-point shooter. We know that. No. But at the same time. He like, has to take them. Those are the shots. And he the same thing for Kyle. Them. Like, I think Kyle should take that mid-range shot, for I example. Agree. Because that's open for him. Ibaka has the three-point shot open for him. Marcus so, Hall needs to take threes. Marcus Hall needs to take more threes. Um, you know, these are – these. by the way, these are all adjustments that I wrote about – this is a synergy portion of the podcast, all right? <laughs> These are all adjustments that I wrote about uh, on Yahoo Sports Canada. You can read that. The piece is called Three Adjustments the Raptors Need to Make in Game 2. Um, you know, I talked to you by Indeed. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> it's going to be so much editing that I'm not going to do on this podcast. Don't, but, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I think Kyle needs to take that mid-range jumper a little bit. I think, um, you know, I, I think Ibaka needs to fade to the three-point on a little bit. Yeah. I think they got to, like, play with the lineups a little bit more. And also, ultimately, like, we're dancing around this, but... Kyle well, needs to score. Oh, no, not that. Oh, oh Kyle I mean, yes, Kyle score. definitely needs to score. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely confident in that anymore. But um, Kawhi played 33 minutes. Yeah, that's... You 33 should, minutes? Go off. Like, what... What? I know that Nick <laughs> no, Nurse said... Nick's explanation was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nurse said, I mean, we tried to get him in, but the flow of the game... He was just sitting by the bench. He was like, know. he was like, oh man, I, you know, I put him on the, you know, I, I checked him in. He's waiting to get ready. He's waiting to go in the game, and there just wasn't a stoppage in play. Feels, There's nothing I could do as a coach to stop the stoppage of play it, to create the, an opportunity for me to stop him. And the game ended with the Raptors having an extra timeout. It's like <sighs> Nick Nurse was waiting for the 50-50 draw winner to be named mm. before he put Kawhi Leonard <laughs> back in the game. It was in, ridiculous. Uh, oh, man. It was ridiculous. I don't know. Kawhi Leonard has managed his load. All season long. Yeah, for this. For this. Yeah. Why were you pl- 33, 34 minutes? Mm-hmm. W- what, what explanation is there? If Pascal played, what, 42? Pascal played 42, and I think that's why that's why that's where the thing really confuses me, because I, I also looked over the lineups from game one. Um, I, I think this is how Blake lives every game. Like, <laughs> in a, a random, like, Raptors-Bulls, like Blake Murphy – uh, is just out Shout here. Shout out to Blake Murphy, one of our sponsors for this. Yeah, 100% Blake's a sponsor. <laughs> but, like, um, Blake would, like, watch every game twice, take notes, look at the lineup data, crunch the lineup data. And I'm like, Blake, you don't need to do this for, you know, Raptors heat in March. But, um, but yeah, I looked, at the, I looked at the lineup data for game one. And one thing that really stood out for me was, like, Kawhi just didn't play much at power forward, right? Because like, okay, look, you don't have OG, yeah. so you got to make, you got to, you got to play around. You got to get well soon, OG. Seriously, get well, man. It's, it's, it's been a tough such year, really tough year. You're one of my favorite Raptors, and you know, if you're listening to this podcast, first of all, why come on? You're a professional, but second of okay. all, you're one of my favorite Raptors. Get well soon. Um, it'd be great to see you on the court. It would be. It would be. But yeah, without without OG, you're seeing a lot of. Pascal at four, and you want to see more Kawhi at four. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kawhi played like two minutes at power forward, right? Like, am I, am I defining power forward? I'm saying, like, neither one – sorry, um, no Pascal and no Ibaka on the floor, right? So, like – or no Ibaka or Gasol, basically, where, where Kawhi is the power forward. Like, yeah. he only played two minutes, and it's like – there just has to be more of that. I understand that like, they want to do these, like, little, like um, – you know, they want to get cute with, like, Ibaka and Gasol together. And you kind of have to do that a little bit. For sure. Uh, but, like, also, like, those lineups, like, they just look mad ugly. And I'm just hoping. Like, there's no, you, no one's running in that lineup. Like, nobody's running in transition, no. right? So you're taking away a lot of your transition points. And also, I just don't think they execute well offensively. Defensively, that lineup's fine. But it's not great. And then uh, it's like, you know what? I just want to see Kawhi play more. And, and I think, obviously, we all agree that 33 is too little. But Way too little. the one area he can play more is just put him out there with the bench uh, as the power forward. And, like, just let him score. Like, literally just do the DeMar DeRozan ISO thing for, like, eight possessions in a row. I'm fine with that. It's better than watching Fred, like... You know, try to Kyrie Kyrie Irving his way to a layup. Like it's you know, I'd rather have Kawhi take a jumper over Wesa Wundu. But don't you worry that having Kawhi Leonard in that Demar Derozan position exposes, you know, and it's come up a few times on this show and elsewhere that Kawhi sort of lacks as a playmaker. And there yeah. were a few there were a few instances where you'll have you know Mark Gasol or Danny Green open in the corner, and Kawhi can't has not seemed to be able to make that pass. And I do not wish to. Um, critique this man because he is uh cornrow jesus yeah. but do you worry that putting him at power forward and putting so much of the offense through him and mark limits the playmaking for a lineup that i would imagine if you're gonna have mark and Kawhi out there you would have danny fred and 
maybe Norm or Kyle like shooters around them. And if if you if you worry mm. that Kawhi can't get them the ball, what's the point of having him at power forward unless you know he's you know red hot from in those ISO plays? I just for me personally, like you're 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 right. Like I think the playmaking is going to be. Um, especially if he if he plays with Gasol, at least I trust like Gasol can sort of move it around a little bit, um, and sort of make up for that little bit of a weakness. But I, I just think like realistically, even if he doesn't play make for others, like it doesn't, it's still a better option to have Kawhi attack than like you play make and Norman Powell's open in the corner for three, or like Fred Van Bleet's like doing something, you know what I mean, or like Ibaka's doing something like. Yeah, ultimately, I'm just looking for the most efficient shot, and I think yeah. Kawhi isolating a little bit, at least with that bench unit, is definitely the one option that I would go to and have confidence in above everything else. Um, but look, there's a lot of things we would like to adjust for game two. Realistically, though, adjust the scoreboard. Really, that's all you got to do, <laughs> right? Like, because like the Raps, I think they played well enough. They played a pretty good game. They didn't play their best game. I think the Magic played pretty one well. Of, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's weird. Terrence Ross didn't get going. Well, they, and they neither them. did Vooch, and those guys will have a game. So yeah. I guess wraps in six. Like it's yeah. losing that game and losing. I think admittedly a pretty fluky game where you know one team shoots. What did the Raptors shoot from three? Like thirty percent. Yeah, and some close. The to that. Magic shot like fifty percent. Like that's the game in in many ways. Mm-hmm. And as the series goes on, that'll sort of get closer to even. But I'd like to see the Raptors just play a, a better a more you know Raptors basketball more like the team that we've seen for long stretches this season like you know even up until the beginning of the playoffs the Raptors were playing really good basketball yeah throughout uh, it was real six. fluid at least yeah that kind of basketball and like game one was a little bit more skittish um I asked for Twitter questions I got a lot of them of course so let's uh let's just touch on a couple uh first one from Lamar are we overreacting to Kyle's performance? He had eight assists and seven rebounds, and the team was statistically better with him on the floor. He brought to the game plus eleven. How could you? How could you just overlook that plus eleven that he brought to the game? What would he have been if he scored maybe like a plus thirteen? That'd be if he was like a plus fifteen. The Raptors win the game. Man, when he missed those two free throws, disgusting. I I was like, yo, what's going, on, Kyle? Come on, man. It was really bad when he started just pulling up from Milton. Yeah. Shout out to Jack Armstrong. Yeah, shout out Milton. It was really rough to see because you knew that he had no confidence in taking anybody off the dribble. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, I don't think, you know, this guy is the highest paid player on the roster, an all-star, the de facto team, like, captain in, like, spirit. Mm-hmm. The guy who has the most of the stink of Raptors playoff bad I mean, performance. He, he basically past. has all of it now because yeah, they changed kind of, everybody else. Yeah, it's him and it's kind of Nick Nurse maybe, but yeah. that would be a little unfair. Yeah, assistant um, Nick Norm, Nurse. Norm kind of has some of the... No, 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 but Norm has a sterling playoff reputation from two games that he had. I don't know why people think that. Like, in, outside of those you know, remember games... Remember when LeBron had to tell Norm, like, hey, listen, buddy, you got to... You gotta, yeah, you got to check in from this area of the floor. Like <laughs> that's honestly how Alex does when, when I'm at the at the arena. It's like actually the media room's this way. Well, like you're going into the dressing room by accident. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I think you can't overreact when this guy's this important to your team. You know, Ben Simmons is getting it. Mm. The entirety of the Nuggets roster is getting it. Um. When you're team, yeah, Westbrook gets it all the time. Westbrook gets yeah. it. Yeah, Westbrook is a Dame, great player. Dame got it last year when he got swept. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, yo, listen. If you're the leader of the team, like, you got to take responsibility sometimes, right? And like, I don't mean take responsibility as saying like, "Hey, I'm sorry." Like, this is this. There's nothing to be sorry about. You miss some open shots. It is yeah. what it is. But at the same time, it's like, you know, first off, there's like some people are going overboard. Like, people are going on his Instagram and commenting and stuff, which is like, I yeah, mean, th- that's messed that, up. When that Kevin Hart footage hit Twitter. I'm going to say, I, I knew that footage was out there, and then out of the goodness of my heart, I passed up on those RTs and faves because I didn't want that out there on Kyle's <laughs> reputation, but it is fully available on YouTube. And didn't Zoobs retweet his brother? What's that guy's name? He's been, not Zoobs. Uh, the guy from New York uh, works for Yahoo. The, uh, um, his brother crap talks Kyle uh, for t- 
10 minutes and it hit the timeline. Kyle Lowry, he scored zero points. Oh, He's trapped. Zito. Yeah. Zito. Sorry, oh, my guy. That video is great, though. That video is really great. And, I, and to be honest, sometimes I would take Killer Kyle Corver over Kyle. You know, in a game like this, I'm sure. King Kyle, Killer Kyle Corver. You tell Corver? me you give Kyle Corver six threes, he's not making one. But, no, um, no but like, you know, I, like, sometimes you just got to take the heat. It is what it is, man. You can't really excuse it a little bit. Like, and, like, for here's the thing for fans, like, I get it. It's like you, you want to support the team. Our role is to support the team. For sure. At the same time, it's, it's you can't just be the fans just get left holding the bag. Agreed. Right? The man scored zero points. You cape for this man all the time. You're like, hey, man, let's, Kyle had this like 62% true shooting in last year's playoffs, which no one else but Raptors fans know that's that. Off the <laughs> back of the hand, like 16 points, <laughs> Shout 62% out to you, Eric true shooting. Right? Seven, exactly, exactly, seriously. Kyle, <laughs> this podcast brought to you by. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, like, same thing with 27. I was like, you know, the Kyle was actually, you know, low-key good, which is like, I, I watch those games, I'm like, hey. But he's high-key bad when he scores zero points. He's high-key bad when he scores zero points, and it's okay to let him have it for those games. It's, you, it's okay. I wonder. Like, it is what it is. It can't it, just be the fans, like, holding the bag, being like, oh, wow, you know, he's going to be better next time. Like, yeah, we, we we want that to happen, but do we believe that after five years, after six years? Not really. So if Kyle misses his, second, his first two shots tomorrow night, do the fans let him have it in the stadium? No, because Raptors fans aren't Too like respectful. that. Not like that. And listen, we were there for Patrick Patterson when he had scored five total points for the whole series, <laughs> and like we didn't. No one said anything. But we didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't shed a tear when he left to Oklahoma City. No, that I was guy. thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled. I was like, "This is enough." Do you remember the like Zach Lowe, big fan? But come on, yeah. man, he campaigned for Six Man of the Year for Patrick Patterson. Zach picks a couple of strange. Picks I think every he's year. like I'm a I'm a real smart guy. That's I'll a galaxy use... brain tag right there. Exactly. Yeah, that's a galaxy brain tag. Patrick Patterson. What did he play yesterday against the? No, Trailers? no, no, not at all. Yeah, he's... Ra- Raymond Felton still cutting in the NBA. Raymond Felton, yeah. not bad. Not hey, a. That's only because we've been watching Kyle score zero points that we looked at Raymond Felton and said not bad. Hey man, hey man. Me and Raymond Felton have the same waist size, and he's putting up buckets in an NBA game. Shout out to that guy. Yeah, seriously, shout out to him. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, Raymond Felton's honestly shaped like uh, Rick Ross after he started eating Paris. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybach uh, uh, music. Yeah, Raymond Felton's shaped like all he does is eat Wild Wing. It's great. And he's giving these guys buckets. He's been in the NBA like 15 years. That's, that's, yeah. that's very impressive. And still will have to, like, you know, change his diet. Like, his diet will yeah. probably improve when he leaves the NBA. His I, doctor will have to sit him down and say, all right, Raymond, you're no longer – you know, running for a living. Here's a, here's a few zero point Weight Watchers meals. Oh, man, I'm slandering Raymond Fulton. That's okay. for no reason. Kyle Lowry do better. We really want. Yeah, I, Kyle. Listen. And I think fans want to see Kyle, Kyle succeed. Yeah, everybody wants to see because Kyle succeed. he's been here forever. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the reason this whole run. Yep. Demar. Yep. Demar met his potential. Maybe exceeded it. A, yeah, exceeded, he exceeded a bit. Exceeded potential. Yeah. But Kyle came out of nowhere. Kyle is the. Yeah. Kyle is Kyle was basically Raymond Felton, and all of a sudden he started playing like an all star. Yeah, I yeah. mean Raymond Felton. <laughs> yeah, Raymond Felton catching strays randomly <laughs> on a Raptors podcast. Um, this one from Mary. This is a great question. How do I stave off this existential dread? You spend time with your loved ones. Uh, yeah. Go for a walk. Yeah. Um, Get a pet. If you believe in a higher power. Yeah, yeah. Meditations key. I feel like your higher power. If this power podcast has brought to you by to Headspace, what's that app called? <laughs> Which one? The mindfulness app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Download one of those apps. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, one that's a sponsor of this podcast. Sure. Yeah. Or um, or an advertising partner of, of Verizon. Yeah, we're unsullied as a, as of right now on the podcast, but you know, Headspace, get us up. Um, I mean, like it's it's not that, a lot of it's potential. That. There's a lot of potential app customers for for that app. Yeah, I, it's I would not say. that it's not that serious, Mary. I would not be too worried the raptors are different i know that it's hard to believe now but you know what they say uh, it's always darkest before dawn uh, this inspirational message brought to you by at not josh hart on twitter okay <laughs> what do you have a different t- it's just it's not that deep it's not that deep but at the same time sunday morning i woke up and the first thing i thought about was zero zero yeah and i'm like no holes no stanley yell nats oh jeez, it was just it was it was hard it was it was it was actually hard but I mean, uh, in terms of just, like, how to distract yourself, I, I think the number one thing is just don't go on Twitter. Never or, or, go on and Twitter. Like, not just uh, Twitter, uninstall like, Twitter. Reddit, like, wherever you're Real going. Real GM. Real GM. Don't, definitely don't go on Real GM after that. Um, 
you know, like it's just you're gonna you don't want that negativity reminded to you. You know, you got other things to do. Realistically, you got better things to do. Don't watch Kevin Hart's stand up special on Netflix unless yeah. he's a sponsor in that case. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to see a stand up comedian, a professional in a different industry, someone who's blocked your star point guard. Don't watch his stand up special. You know, things will you'll feel better tomorrow night after the Raptors should win and if they don't it's that then it'll be you know kind of bad but don't be too worried this one from the toronto sports guy start ibaka or gasol you uh, you, you texted me about this before the i I, I think i really like what ibaka can do i think he plays with a a bit more of a green light than Marcus All will sometimes. Marcus All one hundred percent he does. Yeah, Marcus All is looking to make another pass, and not all the time. And you, we saw it on Saturday. That's not always the best move. I really think that Marcus All can keep up with Nick Vucevic running up and down the court, and Aaron Gordon to take a few moments off of Kawhi. That's a tough defensive assignment for Kawhi. That I think that Ibaka can handle every once in a while. Um, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. I think just Gordon and, and tough in, in the sense that he's like physical and he's pretty active too. Yeah, and I think so that, you just gotta track him all the time. Every once in a while, you'll see the Magic run a set similar to the one that uh, Marcus Morris and Al Horford run in Boston on mm. the uh, weak side. They'll yeah. screen for one another. That's a tough. I, I don't really like looking at Marcus All in that defensive matchup. Okay. So Serge Ibaka, like I don't know if you want to start him, but I think he has. I think he has a real place in this series. Mm. Um. The trend over the last month to see Marcus all take over as the full time center, you know, it makes sense. He's a he's a yeah, better yeah. fit at center. But for moments in the series, I think that Serge Ibaka can play great, great basketball. Do you you you're out? Are you out on seeing Serge? I don't even no. think I don't I don't want to see a change in the starting lineup. But no, this no, you're not changing your more minutes right against now. the Magic starters. I think. Um... I just think, first off, it's going to be real awkward to get Ibaka a lot of minutes in the series because I think they really want to make, like, Nick Nurse really wants to make sure that Gasol is out there whenever Vucevic is out there. And Vuce is going to play a ton of minutes because he is way more important to the Magic than either Gasol or Ibaka are to the Raptors. And they don't really have, like, like, Ken Burch is solid as an energy guy, but, like, they need Vuce's offense and stuff. So, um, I think just because of that, I think, you know, Mark's going to play more minutes. Um, I don't know. I think what you can experiment with is, like, you know, if you're going to put a Ibaka on the floor, like, you got to feature him in the offense just a little bit more. Like, there were stretches where it was like, Fred will see Ibaka, and he's like, ah, I'll just go for my own shot here. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, well, no. And you, you got to get the ball to Ibaka. Ibaka whiffed on, like, four screens in a row. That was painful. But also, they try to run four screens so they can get Danny Green open <laughs> for a pick and roll. I'm like, that's that's not a good idea. That's not good. Just it's give it to basketball. Serge for the mid-range jumper and then let yeah, him shoot it. and he can shoot. He think, didn't get a single one of those. A few weeks ago, there was that Eric Spolster quote about how the Raptors have a lot of guys who don't get seasick at the end of the shot clock. Yeah. Serge Ibaka will let that mid-range jumper fly no matter what. Serge Ibaka hit a game winner in Washington <laughs> randomly. <laughs> exactly. So I would like to see Serge Ibaka shoot more, the basketball more. Yeah. I would also like to see Mark shoot basketball more but yeah, i agree i agree i think like if you run pick and roll against this team especially if vucevic is out there yeah they're not going to get out to the shooters yeah because they're going to leave the shooters open in order to protect the rim yeah because they don't really have like aaron aaron gordon I, I, he hasn't shown i guess he got 10 rebounds on saturday but he didn't seem to be a menace on the boards in the way that you would expect yeah. for a guy with his athleticism so they've schemed him out pretty well this one from anna's it's pretty smart um what might the Magic do differently in Game 2 to either anticipate changes that they expect the Raptors to make or to build on their Game 1 performance? So I think, look, if you're the Magic, right? The Steve Clifford, by the way, has done a great job coaching this team. And, you know, he said uh, on Sunday during the Magic's practice or whatever, they were like, you know what? Like, we got lucky to win that game. For sure. We got to improve on certain areas. If we play that same game over again, we're not going to keep winning, which is a great thing to say as a coach, right? Like, especially if you're the underdog, you want to keep that pressure on that team, and I think they have the right mindset. But, I mean, he's right, though. If you look at the the way they played, Aaron Gordon, 3 of 10, right? A lot of that is him going against Ka- uh, Kawhi, so he's not going to sure. score much, right? But 3 of 10 for 10 points, not great. Really, he even got lucky to get to 10 points because of some of the threes he hit. Um, you know, Isaac, 11 points, 5 of 10. That's about where you would expect Isaac. Vucevic, though, 3 of 14, and Fournier, 7 of 18, and Terrence Ross, 2 of 11. Those three guys right there, I feel like they're definitely going to try to do a couple more things to free those guys up. Um, 
in terms of Ross, I think the Raptors are going to keep Ross under wraps by continuing to trap him. They're doing a good job, yeah. Yeah, and which I, I think that's smart, really. Yeah. Like, it, it, you'll take your chances, Michael Hardy Williams. It sucks that he hit two threes, but the it guy really, really can't shoot. Um, Do you think he's visiting like a rhinoplasty in Yorkville today? Why? Because he got his nose broken. Was it broken? Apparently, he got like yeah, some kind of thing. But he's still going to play, but he might wear a mask or something. Oh God! Yeah, okay. yeah. Rookie of the year, two thousand what? Thirteen? Fourteen? Fourteen? 2014, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Because he got, a, he got like a near quadruple double against the Heat in like game one. Oh, yeah. And it was like, look at him. He got eight steals when basically Chris Bosh was still hungover <laughs> uh, from winning the championship. And, yeah, it was it did not end up well for him. But, um, no, I mean, I think like for them, Fournier, I think they probably want to get Fournier a couple more open shots. Yeah, and he's just that dynamic enough player where, you know, he could – do enough things to get himself open and he can capitalize in the mid range. He can kind of score a little bit in transition. Like basically you take out well, those like random transition menace, buckets. Like for Dan- for Danny Green and creating yeah. his own transition offense. Him and DJ Augustine really I think one of the things that the Magic will do will have to do is the Raptors got a lot of good looks from deep. Danny mm-hmm. Green, Kyle Lauer, even his yeah, I know he missed them all, but no, he, he got good looks. Good looks. Yeah. I think that their guards are gonna try to go over a lot of the screens that they didn't on Saturday. Okay. Which I think we'll play it to the benefit of the Raptors that those little passing lanes mm-hmm. that they they that Kyle's done a great job all of his career on finding a rolling big are going to be opened up, and that's where I think the offense will really um, come through. But I think the Magic have to close out um, on shooters. Yeah, they can't expect the Raptors to continually to shoot, shoot this poorly. like thirty percent. And I think you assume that the Raptors are going to have the yips in game one, so you yeah. leave their shooters open and. It seems to have worked out pretty well because the Raptors are, tra- are playing have lost home court. I like this, you know. Game one just serves to keep everyone humble. Because people are like, oh, man, I expect a sweep. I'm like, Raptors aren't sweeping anybody. Anybody. Not Maybe the, maybe the Pistons this year with, with Blake Without, Griffin over the yeah, series. Yeah, how bad? He's like. Dude, I mean, I mean, Dwayne, think, Dwayne Casey grinded Blake Griffin to a nub. So he could call him to Sid Sixero and say that, you know, I still deserve the job. Nick Nurse is, it's like, look at Nick Nurse. Nick, look at Nick Nurse. Down 2-1 in the I series to Orlando. Playoffs. I would never do that. I'd never do that. Never lost. I would just get swept. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, I could definitely see the Magic doing a couple more things um, offensively just to, again, like I think f- if if they can get their shooters going, like I think that's what game one like showed, right? Like the Raptors can effectively shut off the paint and stuff, but if they can get some shooters going, that's going to create enough variance where they're not better than the Raptors. So no. they need to create high variance opportunities. Yeah. And I think the shooters, guys like Fournier, you know, Ross to a lesser extent, but like, you know, Augustine and stuff like that, those guys, if they get going, then I think that's where the Raptors are. Why I should Do you be think DJ Augustine has another 25-ish point performance in him? Because like Vucevic didn't get going enough. No. And I think DJ Augustine is the number one prospect to lose. I mean, he led the team in scoring. But I think beyond that, he's going to lose opportunity the most to Vooch if he if he's having a good game. Yeah. Because they have to get Fournier going. Yeah, and I think they want to get Vooch going a little bit too. Nick Nurse, yeah. by the way, let it slip on Sunday that he was like, yeah, you know, we had we had Vucevic rattled. And I'm like, bro, don't as the coach that. of the Raptors losing game one, don't say the opposing team was rattled in any way, okay? Because the only team that was rattled was the Raptors. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, look, Augustine is a pretty good shooter. Like, and, he, sure. and he's, like, like you know, he's quick. He can – I don't think he'll score as efficiently, like, in the lane as he did. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, he, he, he can shoot. Like, if you give him open room, he can shoot. Like, he hit, like, two contested threes. But, you know, the Raptors just got to make sure he doesn't get open. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is this? From uh, Ahmad, how or do you think Masai should have pulled the trigger on a Michael Conley trade when he had the chance? No, man. Yeah, I no, I don't know. Michael Conley, I don't know what he has left. Like a well, lot of are injury. we calling him Michael Conley now? By the way, yeah, Michael Conley. It's so formal. He's a grown man. I, I guess one once you once you're over thirty, I guess you can't be Mike anymore. Yeah, I yeah. like Mike Conley. Um, I no, I think that's. I think it's fun. It's fun to think about today. Yeah, like imagine if you know it was Kyle Lowry and JV sitting next to each other while Michael Conley and Marcus Hall were out there. I don't know. No, you think if the Raptors traded Kyle the trade deadline, he would come back in Game One like JV? No, he one hundred percent no. One hundred percent no, man. No, Kyle's on a golf right. course. He's probably at Augusta. Whoa, 
speaking of shout out to Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Very appropriate, uh, Asian and a black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> when, when, yeah, when he hugged his Asian mom, I'm like, oh yeah. We're both wearing red shirts, and, and uh, you'll never know if that's true or not. But we're both wearing red Nike mock necks in mm-hmm. honor of Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods fashion. Tiger Woods fashion. Not not swaggy, but also kind of swaggy. Top three Blasian ever. Probably. Like, how many? How many Blasians are there? To be too yeah, but I mean, come on, Tiger's she's above Janae. She's, no, she's top two. Okay, she's but, not two. <laughs> no, but let's objectively, Tiger's one hundred percent the top Blazer ever. What are you talking about? Janae Aiko has a diss track for Big Sean coming out. <sighs> okay, I would like to see it, but also, I, it's going to take a lot to go overcome Tiger. All right, Whoa, no, but Sha- Sonia Sohn. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure we're, we're, forgetting we're missing some, some very obvious ones. I think, but no one in the anyone in the NBA. Alonzo Trier. Jordan Clarkson, Nate yeah. Robinson. I have a database. Nate Robinson? I keep this. I, keep this. I have like a 21andMe database. Nate Robinson? Nate Robinson is one-eighth Filipino. Yeah. This came out like seven years ago, Salute. and people didn't pick up on it, which is crazy. Salute to Nate Robinson. Yeah, is yeah. he in the big three again this offseason? Probably. Where did this podcast go? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what was the up. question again? Should they, should they pull the trigger on a Conley for Lowry? Come trigger? on, I mean, man. like... I don't know, man. Off season's right around the corner. I, why would Memphis even take that? Well, uh, we would have to give up picks and stuff, right? Because like, what does Mike Conley make as much as Kyle does? Yeah, basically. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't see the point. Yeah, Kyle Lowry gave I mean, you pretty much the season, like a whole season. I would say at this point in their careers, Conley is a better player. Agreed, but yeah. you have to sign Conley again. I think when Kyle's contract's up. Yeah, I, I mean, also like, you know. You'd have to change a lot. You can't just move your point guard. No, and then, right. like, what is the identity of the Raptors? It's yeah, just like, I oh, agree. yeah, here's this amalgamation of the Grizzlies and Spurs. You know, like, it, it wouldn't it be cool if these two teams played? Like, we had this roster in 2016. You know, it'd it would be, be, cool. it, it be weird. So 2015, this, ra- this roster, unstoppable. Uh, What is this? TTC made me do it. I'm only reading this because that's a great uh, Twitter name. Can handle. Um, does Nurse need to make adjustments, or is Kawhi playing more than 33 minutes and Kyle scoring more than zero points enough? I tend to think the latter, and that we lost the game because of performance errors, not because of a bad game plan. But I'm curious to hear your take. Um, I think, actually, it's, like, as much as you want to adjust between games, and there's always things to adjust between games, like, I think, A, the defensive game plan worked pretty well, right? Like, even Augustine, like, they, Augustine had 19 and a half, and then they put Danny Green on him, and he had, like, six more points the rest of the way. Like, I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Um, you know, I, I don't think you have to change the game plan too much. Um, I do think offensively there's a couple more things you can do. Like, I think you should definitely run. Like, I just don't think they have an answer for Kawhi and Mark running pick and roll together. No. And you, you got Gasol at the three-point line. You got you got Kawhi attacking Vucevic. You know, like, there's just not an easy solution to that. Um, and I think, you know, Kyle can maybe take a couple of mid-range shots to get himself going. But, like, for the most part, they have the right idea. It's not like the idea they had was completely terrible. Like that's the thing. The Raptors lost a very close game in which like a couple breaks happen for the Magic, and that happens, right? And you want to make the margins a little bit wider, but this isn't the case. Like this, the Sixers who actually just straight up got beat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or like this nuggets. is a coin toss game. Yeah, yeah. Or the Nuggets. I would like to see Nick Nurse to be a little bit more active. Um, I remember tweeting like something like, "Is Nick Nurse awake?" Like there was that run where mm. the the Magic sort of almost blew the game wide open in the second and third quarter where I think Nick Nurse was like sitting down and like, how are you sit like, come on, get your defense closing out on these guys. I'd like to see a more active Nick Nurse calling timeouts, especially in the fourth quarter when Kawhi Leonard hasn't made it into the game and you cross the eight minute mark. That was weird. I thought Kawhi was going to sit maybe three minutes at most. He ended yeah. up sitting from the two minute mark of the third quarter to the six minute mark of the fourth yeah, quarter. So what are you doing? I'd like to see Nick Nurse sort of impose his will on the game a bit more. I think he played a very relaxed game and, you know, yeah, like I, I Steve Clifford's a few years older than him and I feel like I saw yeah, him yeah. on his feet more than Nick Nurse. I just like a more intense um, demeanor from him. Yeah, and I, and I it's thought... Play, it's playoffs. You know? it, it is playoffs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look... That was a good thing about Nick, Like, Dwayne Casey would be like down oh, here at the check-in table... From tip off, I, I do miss Dwayne Casey um, on the sidelines playing defense exactly. as a sixth defender. Yeah, so like, that was that was super endearing. And then he his voice would be every time he did that, his voice was gone in in the post game. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you sound like Doc Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the Doc. <laughs> um, look at these questions. I, some of these questions are not great. Um, as much as I appreciate them sending it in, by the way. 
Of course, send all of your questions in to at William underscore Lou on Twitter. This one from Louise. Um, what can they do to get Ibaka going? And is the Ibaka slash Gasol pairing a good option in this series? Thank you. It's not great, but you got to do it. Like I don't think it's great against any series. Like when did the Ibaka Gasol never the jump, nev- the XL lineup never worked. it never works, man. I no, mean, it lasted a pretty decent amount of time in game one. There was like in the I second know. quarter they or the end of the first quarter they yeah, let yeah. them out there, and there was like two commercial breaks where they were all out there. I'm like, I mean, they haven't. They haven't lost a game here, so how bad can it be? It's one of those lineups, though. You're definitely just buying time. But I think the one of the one of the things that the Raptors can do really well in this series is put smart players on the court in a way that I don't think the Magic can necessarily. So if you have guys like Serge Ibaka and Marcus, they're not likely to you know fuck up. Well, here's the thing, though. The, I agree with you, but also the Raptors' smart players ended up making some dumb mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Danny made some. Danny made some dumb, dumb passes. Some How did dumb he get picked? Like defensive yeah. decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, Serge Ibaka was also kind of dumb on defense. Serge, Clo- he closed out on Terrence Ross a couple times. Like you don't this. This isn't your your assignment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Ken Birch got a couple of layups and stuff. I'm happy for Ken Birch. Are you very? He's very cut in real life. Oh, that's that, this is the kind of insight that you get when when I go to the games. Is I tell you how <laughs> cut Ken Birch is. Now that guy's he's very vascular. Yeah, he's he's his vascularity is is on point. It's on point. Um, no, I mean, how do we get Ibaka going? Like, yeah, just just run a couple of plays for Ibaka. It doesn't Ibaka is such an easy guy to run plays for. Exactly because he's going to he's just going to catch the ball and then shoot that ball. So like, you know, I, I think the magic. Like, first off. I would like to see Ibaka um, get a couple of threes, even though it's not necessarily the most efficient shot. I just want to see if he makes a couple, how that affects the Magic's defense. For sure. And if that frees up a defender for Kyle to get to the rim, you know what I mean? Like, create problems, right? Like, the way the Magic, I said it earlier in the podcast, but the Magic took the shots the Raptors gave them, and they made them, and then they decided to make the Raptors adjust. And I think that's just how you got to do Like, it's not the most efficient thing to do, but, you know, that's the shot that they're giving you. So take that shot and see if they change their defense. Do you think that there's, like, a crazy adjustment that can happen in this? Like, do you think, you know, I don't know. What is a crazy adjustment? Like, short of starting Tyler Hansborough again. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, benching Lowry for Fred and no, oh, man. taking Jeremy Lin off ice. Yeah, I, by the way, the, 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 the main consequence of Kyle Lowry scoring nothing yes. was Jeremy Lin Hive back in full effect, demanding that Jeremy Lin would have swung this game. I rate it. And he probably would have. No, he wouldn't have. He would have scored. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. If all he took was threes, I don't think we'd be sitting much better. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, I don't think the Raptors need to do much to win game two or game three or game four or game five. They don't need to make major adjustments, I don't think. I think they just need to, they need to tweak a couple of things. Again, it's not like the Raptors were beat. Like, if you get beat, then you got to change what you're doing you're what you're doing like they gotta be sharper they gotta be crisper like how many just straight up simple errors of like here's Ibaka trying to post up and then like somebody will try to throw him an entry pass and then like they'll get picked off like at the end of the first quarter Pascal has Terrence Ross on him and then um, Fred Van Bleet instead of floating it to his uh like towards the baseline he floats it to his near hand and then Terrence jumps and then picks off the pass and goes in for like a layup I mean like you know those are the things where you're like come on did the Raptors get anything in transition I'm, like it didn't seem like there was like a Fred layup. They ever turned the ball over and just booked it down the court. It just seemed like they got that Danny three before half. But that, like you're right, yeah. there's very select yeah. possessions that they got you know, transition. If anything, they got like semi transition. But even those, they weren't. I yeah. mean, the Magic did a good job of getting back. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll take we'll we'll take one more from. Uh, have you never understood K O E N? Is that Cohen or Kean? Cohen. Cohen. Okay. Uh, I never thought I'd ask this, but uh, do we miss DeLon? He could drive to the basket, yeah, create movement, has length as a defender. DeLon is a NBA player who can do things that this team could use. Like, this team doesn't have enough ball handler playmaker types. Um, yeah, I could see some games where DeLon would get in ahead of Norm. Yeah, and it's you make that decision, and the Raptors made the right one. That trade was a good idea. You weren't bringing DeLon back next season. It makes sense. You know, I, I think... I I you read my, you read one of my questions on yesterday on last week's podcast like which of the extended run Raptors do you want to see back I think you answered Delon my answer would maybe be like Lou Williams but those two guys those like yeah. guards who can move the ball and who can shoot and who can you know just be out there and you trust yeah of course I mean of course yeah of course um but 
do I think that this roster would be better with him on it and it depends on who you take it out. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he, he's better than Jeremy, for example. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but that's a low bar, you know? Um, How much three guard? The Raptors played a lot of, like, played two, three the, point guards in the last two runs a lot. Yeah, and I, and, and I just don't quite like it when it's when it's Fred and Kyle just because you're giving up so much size. Yeah. But um, when it was DeLon, you could at least. Yeah, with DeLon, you could at least, like, you know. I mean. There were some times where DeLon played out to his size. Generally speaking, I felt like he was a little yeah. bit timid. But I think in, in this series, like, one thing Fred has really struggled with is, is, like, can he pass back to either the you know the screener? Like, if he's getting trapped on the baseline or whatever after the pick and roll, and like they usually try to funnel stuff to the sideline or whatever, like, can he pass effectively back to Ibaka in that spot where Ibaka would be open? Yeah. Or can he even make the skip pass across to the opposite wing to, like, get that three off? And it's like... You know, he's 5'11". He's not really going to do that. He's yeah. probably going to drive into the lane and then try to kick out to the corner instead. And those are the kind of passes where DeLon might, because he's like 6'6", have a better angle of making yeah. those passes. But I don't know. Do you miss DeLon? I miss the way he played the game. Do you think it would make sense to have him on this roster? You agree. Like, it wouldn't be better with him. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, if he came for free, of course I would love yeah. to have Delon. But if, if it, he was pulling, a, what's his name? Our, uh, who's playing RJ Barrett? Like, who's hanging out with the Celtics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. RJ uh, Hunter, Andre Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good shooter. Uh, yeah, that, he's just, that one uh, great college game where his dad fell. Is that that guy? I don't know. I don't watch any college, college basketball in Florida. Honestly, the the NCAA like you know uh, <laughs> tournament game was being played, and I was like, I could stay to watch two minutes, so I can catch the King Street car, and I'm like. I'm going to hop on that King Street car. I don't care. <laughs> um, I guess then we'll wrap with, like, what do you what do you think for this series going forward? Is it just... Raps and six, baby. Raps and six. I agree. Yeah. I, like, I don't... I, don't... Uh, I The Raptors, have they closed out a series at home since the Miami series in 2016? No. So... They've been closed out at home, though. Again, we went to that. Yeah, we did. Bad decision, that. financial decision on our part, to yeah, go see so the Raptors expensive. get beat. But we bought them when it was like, you know, the, you, you guys are all Raptors fans. Like, the tickets come out a week before the yeah. series starts. Like, buy your round two tickets today. And you're like, well, if I don't buy them now, I'm going to be on StubHub. Shout out to the sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and spending three times as much, so we'll get them now. And then it was like game three. We were like, so are we ready? And there's no way we could have sold those tickets, too. Yeah, nobody wanted them. Nobody wanted those. But I remember um, taking a bet with a friend, a friend at work that uh-huh. – Recoup like half of my ticket. Oh, back, so wow! Someone was bad. actually willing to bet on the Raptors down three nothing to the Cavs. Yeah, to Le- the LeBron Jeez, James led Cavaliers. Um, I think we got outscored in that series like ninety like the, to thirty. It was like the monsters, so one sided. Yeah, uh, but um, so Raps and six. I and six. I want them to close out at home, so Raps and five. But I agree with you. Most likely is Raps and six. Yeah. I mean, I could see Raps in five. It's it's possible, but like I said in the preview, I was like, this is, first off, it's going to be a tougher series than people most most people anticipate, okay. right? Um, and also, like, you know, it, it's it's the Raptors, like for real, like it's a weird thing, but it is kind of the it's the Raptors, you know, like we're we're kind of a front running type yeah, of team. Sure. Once the games get a little bit tight, like the the arena gets tight, like the whole building gets tight. And it's I think like, the Raptors in a close game on the road are. Well, we I were, would rather have that. Yeah. I, seriously, I would rather no, have that. We were that. both at the Raptors Heat game, their last home game this season. Yeah. They were great down the stretch. What? I, I know, but there was like no stakes on the line. Yeah. It was like, who cares? Like, it, the worst, it was like, okay, yeah, so the Raptors lose the Heat doing Wade's career still alive. Like, is that the worst thing in the world? You know? Yeah. yeah. Man, can you imagine that Heat team getting destroyed by Giannis? I'm actually kind of like low key enjoying the Pistons getting destroyed. Uh, by the way, like if you look at the Bucks last year, Thon Maker's not even cracking the playoff rotation. Yeah. This year, he's starting against the Bucks in round one. Yeah, man. man. I mean, obviously, his injuries. Where's to Blake. Tony Snell? Still with the Bucks. That guy, Raptor killer, I, and I hate that whole team is a Raptor killer. It's I I I liked seeing it when it was Tony Snell because it made no sense. Like when Thon when Thon McCurve, like you know really hurt the Raptors like. Damn it! This guy must be so mad at some, you know, young woman from Windsor, Ontario, who rejected him. But Tony Snell, out of nowhere, remember when Tony Snell had cornrows? That was him and Kawhi. Yeah, him and Kawhi. Only, yeah. only guys the, left. The silent killers. The silent killers from San Diego. We didn't talk about uh, 
how hungry are you? We gotta wrap this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, okay, uh, let's talk about hungry you quickly. It was a, you know It was a crazy thing to eat. I mean, all the things are a little bit wild, although to be honest, I'm I'm not judgmental about things that you're eating. Like it's no. fine. Like, you know, if you wanna eat durian and you wanna but, like, like smell it, it, that's fine. Cook like <laughs> Serge boiled it and he put just it on pizza. Boiled it and he didn't do yeah, that's... he didn't do anything to it. Um And but... he just served it like whole. Well, who was the uh, years ago? I remember uh, tweeting like Raptors like heritage moments, and mm. it was uh, the oh Pacers yeah, 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 yeah. Solomon Hill had Solomon a fingertip. Hill has fingertip on the ball. Yeah, yeah. that one when Kawhi Leonard Game ate five. two bites of, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, you could say you could say he ate two bites of cow penis. Cow penis on yeah. on camera, heritage moment. And that and the discovery of penicillin, two most important things that ever happened in Toronto. <laughs> penicillin, no, they discovered uh, insulin in Toronto. Insulin, that's right, yeah. But yeah, it was great. It's so it's done for the. It's done for the season. There's more plans ahead. Do the, I, he, I might have made a advice. I might have advised Serge on one other thing he could potentially try, to, to in season three. Because you like, know, like have, I, you, have you done like blood and? That's the thing, right? Yeah. So, okay. First off, blood. if you want to do some creepy stuff, uh, you know, the creepiest in the eye of the beholder, whatever. But like, don't we don't want to yuck your yum? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, blood tofu. Okay. It's very common. All right. <laughs> I'm okay. telling you, it's very, very common. So that's one option he can go with. The one I suggested to him is uh, snake uh, liquor. Oh, my God. So it's like it's like a jar, and it's like grain alcohol that's like 70%. So and like, then there's like a snake in there. Where the, is this like from China? Yeah, yeah. And then like you like- Chinese you, moonshine with a snake you like, Yeah, yeah. You keep it for like 30 years, and like it is, it's just there. Who there's something you, that have a scorpion as well. Who do you think that uh, Serge Ibaka wants to drink with? On the Raptors? Yeah, or in the NBA. Doesn't he have, he have, like, just guys from the league on in his offseason? Yeah, I mean, he's got to get those Thunder guys on. Yeah. He he should get, um, what's his face? Nick Collison. Not Nick Collison. Is, yeah, the big white guy who got his number tied. Yeah, yeah. He could be on there. Um, He could get... He really uh, got his number retired, huh? Let me tell you. If you're in Oklahoma City and you are a 6'11". Yeah. Yeah, uh, what's what's his face? Um, who's that guy that got Mitch something? Mitch who? They picked a guy in the first round, and then he like he, he's out of the NBA now. And he's just like selling insurance in Tulsa? Probably. Man, what? <laughs> I'm trying to say Mitch McConnell, but that's definitely not Mitch McConnell. No. Yeah, Mitch McConnell. I don't think he can jump. <laughs> okay, hold on. Mitch OKC. Let's see what this gives me. Mitch McGarry. Mitch McGarry. That's right. That, dude, that sounds like an OKC that player. Does, that does sound that like That sounds an like an OKC, OKC player. Man, the... Some yeah. NBA cities, and they're like, you know, sort of silent quotas for white Americans really does make me laugh. Oh, uh, the the jazz? The Indianapolis Pacers. <laughs> the Indiana, yeah, the Indiana man. The What's Boston, the Boston Celtics? Oof, the Boston Celtics. Though, you but know, you know, every team has a little bit of a strange quota. You know, the Raptors yeah, used the Raptors to have that European have to have, Like, we made a yeah. Spain and Italian jerseys, which is it's just, it's just crazy. And now it's all Africans, and it's great. Yeah, because Masai's here. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I wonder if the we Miami Heat will ever have like a bunch of Latin Americans and Cubans. They, they didn't, yeah, they, and and they had their hearts broken by JJ Bray of all people, yeah. you know. So that that must have hurt double, but that must have hurt. Um, Josh, well, thanks is, for having me. Thanks for coming through, man. It was a lot of fun. I, I feel better now. That's the whole point. It's not even I want to do a podcast so much as I just wanted to feel better. Yeah, and I feel better too. I feel like, you know, it's still there's still no more. There's still no team I'd rather cheer for than the Toronto Raptors. Oh, you're already at that point. There's no team that like was, that's never that's never been a question for me. All right, it's like the Raptors get swept this year. And next year, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm coming I'm back. I'm telling them they're going to the finals. I don't care. The Raptors are going to the finals, whether or not Kawhi Leonard stays next season. Okay, all right. Please stay, Kawhi. Yeah, then Kawhi, please stay. You're, please cl- stay. you're clearly the best player on this team. Yeah, it's not even really a um, debate. Yeah, it's been great. Really proud. Yeah, again, really proud of you. You know, I've known you since you, we were like 15. It's yeah. incredible to see you here. You know. Oh, thank you. Interviewing. You know, Duolingo, but never. Just kidding, Serge Ibaka. You're, you're a uh, original man. One of my uh, favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's real. It's really great to see you here. Really happy to, you know, get to hang out with you and talk to your um, audience of middle aged dudes who DM you when we hang out, saying, "Hey, did I see you at that bar?" That because was that was I, that was crazy. Hey, if you're listening, crazy. don't don't pull up on me ever <laughs> at a ramen spot. Don't pull me. Don't pull up on me, man. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, but that's weird. Appreciate the love, but yeah, it's, it's it's great to see you here. I hope to be invited back sometime soon, and we'll um, continue to slander uh, somebody. Somebody always yeah. slander. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, that does it for the podcast. As always, please uh, support the show if you want to by rating, reviewing, subscribing to Raptors of Everything. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to do... A show with Vivek just real quickly on what to look out for in game two. And uh, there will be the reaction podcast after every game and stuff like that. So let's let's just hope the Raptors pull through because, you know, it would just it would make us feel a lot better in It'd life. It would make me feel a lot better. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.